social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale. 65% off until Christmas Eve. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers. Where Rhode Island gets engaged. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Well, I want to wish everyone an early, it's uh, it's Thursday, tomorrow is Christmas Eve, and uh, we'll be off. There'll be uh, delightful Christmas music to uh, start Christmas Eve off right for you. But on this uh, Thursday, December 23rd, I want to wish all of you a very, very Merry Christmas. Folks, Listen, without question, this is uh, this is a challenging time, and and what's happened. Um, I mean, if you're like me, you feel a little shell shocked. It's it's hard to believe just how rapidly things changed. It's um, it's terrible because since I think since the spring, especially in the summertime, and then this past fall, it it just it's just it was nice. It started to feel so normal again, and Thanksgiving was terrific. And uh, as everything was starting to get back to normal, suddenly you have this. Now, let's also talk about it. It, it, uh, Omicron can't be ignored, the amount of uh, strain. Remember, I just want to remind people, it's all about the hospitals. It's not about if someone uh, doesn't feel well and then they just have to isolate for a few days and they stay home. It's not about if someone gets a negative test and then they have to be out of work. It's about the hospitals. It's about the hospitals. That's, it's all about protecting the healthcare system that the hospitals uh, can remain open. Now, the, the hospitals, as you know, have certainly had a strain on them. And number one, you, you're dealing with burnout of the healthcare workers. Number two, you know, this is certainly a time to reevaluate just how much some of these people are compensated and paid. Um, if there was ever a group that certainly could, could use to be compensated more, it would be our frontline workers and the importance of when you have the proper staffing in a hospital you also you know you, you can't ignore that a lot of people were shown the door october 1st because they wouldn't get vaccinated i'm going to repeat um what what i said at the time and and i think it still remains true i believe that the failure to sit down with them as someone that covered their protest went out would talk to them many of them one-on-one uh, what was lacking was it really seemed as though the administration just didn't even care. And we've seen the groups that they do care about, right? You know, if there's someone that claims their claims, they're homeless. Well, they get an audience <clears throat> with the uh, leadership in Smith Hill and also with the governor. If someone claims that they are a violent, uh, a victim of domestic abuse, then then they get an audience with the governor. But People that have been, you know, frontline workers and have been in healthcare, many of them for many, many years, and had some reservations about being forced to take the vaccine, they were just blown off. That was wrong. There was poor leadership by the McKee administration. Now, I'll also say this, folks. You can look nationwide. Uh, President Biden, there's certainly blame on him. He did an interview last night on ABC, and a lot of the things that they're doing now could have been done a month ago could it have been done two months ago um it's not your imagination the the government has let the people down and um not only that but our local leaders have there's there's no reason uh i still don't understand why and and they were you know what there is no reason there's no legitimate reason that rhode island has different guidelines than massachusetts um I think I think Governor McKee. They thought that the mass Massachusetts was going to go to a, a mask mandate. Instead, they went to a mask advisory. Listen, anyone that's been out, you know, if you've been doing some shopping or been out, there's of course there's a lot of people wearing masks. If you tell people uh, which they were doing in Massachusetts, the virus is rampant right now. This is highly contagious, and we strongly encourage you 
It's like a, a snow advisory, mask advisory to wear a mask. In Massachusetts, they did that. It's working Rhode Island. You, you know, it, they, they should have learned by now. People don't like to be forced. People don't like mandates. They don't like to be forced to do things. Whenever people feel they're being forced to do something, it, it creates a problem. This instinct to push back starts to kick in, and it, it becomes, it's a major major problem folks this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by pr landscape materials and garden center and they're open today they're open tomorrow they've had a great season they want to thank all their loyal and new customers for making this best year ever stop it and see them 3680 quakerland north kingstown it's pr landscape materials and garden center steve and debbie jr and byron want to wish everyone a very merry christmas a very happy new year they still have some potted live trees and they have mistletoe and custom handmade wreaths hanging back uh, baskets they also have cemetery baskets christmas crafts gift certificates look for them on facebook birdhouses if you're looking for a, a last minute great gift they have custom made birdhouses and custom made sleighs from a local artist it's pr landscape materials and garden center 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown now folks next week we will be on next week uh listen there's a lot going on the country right now <clears throat> you know the virus is just taking off part of it happens to be the fact that we're testing so much you know you go back president trump said if you test a lot you're gonna get a lot but omicron apparently right now may bring record cases but fewer deaths and that's a good thing and they are predicting 60% of Americans could be infected by March. So, you know, it's it's definitely difficult. Um, it, it, as far as the, you know, in Europe, it's it seemingly is, is really bad. Um, it's actually worse than it is in, in the United States. Now, as far as Governor McKee, folks, as soon as we get into, it's hard to believe, but 2022, next year is going to be a big election year. Number one, across the country, you have the midterms. But locally, 2022 i'll be the first one i think governor mckee made a mistake by not announcing for, for governor back a few months ago because he i believe initially planned to announce sometime in january well i mean if you're gonna announce in january now you're gonna either have to you're gonna be outside and you're still gonna see people wearing masks unless maybe he waits till you know he could wait till february if they see the numbers start to go down but next year um so this should be interesting. We have the statewide elections. Now, obviously, you have the congressional. Cicilline and Langevin both up for re-election. But you, we will, uh, you know, Rhode Island will elect a governor, lieutenant governor, uh, attorney general, treasurer, general treasurer, and then secretary of state. So, and the big thing to watch, this is a preview for next September of 2022. And the pace is really going to start to pick up once, you know, we get into the new year. But... Uh, will be the Democrat primary for governor, which will be September of 2022. So when we come back for the new year, it'll basically be, you know, the countdown will be on not eight, nine months away from that. And then things are going to start to pick up rapidly. So Governor McKee's had a golden opportunity. They've certainly have some stop and starts. Um, still better to be in the position. Uh, we, I, I, I don't know yet. I mean, they're saying that a lot of times incumbents next year, could face a lot of headwind from people that are upset about the incumbents um it, it's it's unwritten and in some ways how the next 30 days 30 to 60 days could really could really you know decide governor mckee's future it could and it's out of his hands you know one thing about covid right now is all of this money they have they have all this covid money and they want to make all these announcements for the covid money uh, over one billion dollars but they can't buy themselves their way out of this if the hospitals start to overflow definitely uh a little bit too much victory laps patting themselves on the back what a great job this has been governor mckee to his credit he did say we were going on the other side and trying to open more things up so folks the real challenge is going to be listen you want to enjoy the holidays you want to see people you want to take a break from the day-to-day -day and try to enjoy christmas and christmas eve and still have a lot to be uh, grateful for still remember the true purpose of it but um the next 30 to 60 days especially january could be very very challenging and 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 you know a lot of times in some ways it'll just might be easy 
If it makes sense, then schools should go to distance learning, even just for a short period of time, even though they've shown it's far better for the children to be in the schools. Um, it, you know, everyone keeps saying March of, of 2020, but you know, that, that the whole spring was, was difficult and March of 2020, just when everything was shut down, I don't think everything's going to shut down. So, all right, we have a lot ahead again. It is uh, Thursday. It is in fact, uh, the day before the day before it's, it's Thursday, December 23rd. It's the John DePietro show. Remember, please visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. We have a lot more head on this Thursday on the John DePietro Show. Make Henry Oil your oil provider this winter. Give them a call today. Call Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, residential and commercial. It's Henry Oil. Give them a call. Since 1947, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Remember, online at henryoil.com. Go with the original. Go with the best. It's Henry Oil. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. Heating season is here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. Energy-efficient, quiet, and more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL Carry a factory authorized dealer, licensed, by the way, in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Replacements, whether it's for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. This winter, you can depend on J.K.L. Engineering. 401-351-7600, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. It's time for our legal segment. Joining me right now, he is our legal expert, and he is one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. It is attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to start off uh, just with – Boy, there's some pretty high-profile cases right now as we are in Christmas week. And um, and as we are talking right now, both the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and also the Kim Porter trial, uh, both of them hanging out there. I, I think it makes it makes it difficult unless they're you know, going to come back with something right away um, before the holiday. But just I'm anxious to uh, hear your impressions of where things stand in both trials. It, it is a very um, unusual time to have these high-profile cases with the jury during Christmas week. Uh, the conventional wisdom, John, would suggest that these juries will come to a conclusion by Friday, yeah. Christmas Eve, because uh, they would like to be done with these cases and um, go home. It's not necessarily going to shake out that way with the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell uh, case. You know, this was a three-week trial. Um, in the main, she's in, she's charged with being an enabler and a trainer and a groomer to procure underage women for Jeffrey Epstein. Um, she's charged under the Mann Act, which pr- is uh, illegal to transport minors uh, for sexual purposes over state lines. 
she's got a number of charges. Um, the case largely rises or falls from the prosecution standpoint on the quality um, and believability of the four women who testified um, as to what they claim happened and what uh, Maxwell did in terms of grooming them, training them, and making them comfortable with these very creepy sexual experiences they had with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. The defense called a woman who had been part of that entourage who got paid for doing um, massages and said nothing improper happened. Um, she was treated well. Um, she was paid for what she did and there was really no adverse consequences for her. Um, so you've got one person at least saying, oh, I did what they did and nothing like this happened to me, not by a long shot. The defense also called, very interestingly, an expert witness um, who provided um, an opinion as to problems that the four complaining witnesses might have with their memory. Um, it's a long time ago. Um, a lot has happened. A lot has occurred, which may make them forget certain things or fill in the blanks with things that they think make the story more compelling. It is interesting because this woman who testified in an expert also testified at the O.J. Simpson trial. So Ooh. it's just funny how things come full circle. Yeah. Um, is there reasonable doubt for this jury? Um, the defense also brought up the notion that these four women who were the main complainants uh, might have memory problems, and they also might have a financial motivation to testify as they did. Sure. There's a pool of money out there yeah. for, with the Epstein estate, yep. and there's going to be a lot of people with their hands out trying to grab some of that money. Mm. Now, if these four women um, provide compelling testimony, which leads to Maxwell's conviction, and it kind of trues up everything that they've claimed occurred while they were in the company of Maxwell and Epstein, you know, they the, could be looking at a payday. Will that influence the jury to think that the women are phonying up or embellishing because there's a payday potentially for them? And it's a long time ago. And alleg allegedly when this was all occurring, they were maybe 14, 13, 15 years old. How good is their memory 20 years later? Right. It's an open point. Mm. And the, the defense has also argued that Maxwell's on trial because she's the, basically the scapegoat of the fall guy, if you will, right. for the conduct that was actually perpetrated by Epstein. Because he's dead, we're going we're gonna to get our pound of flesh out of her. Right. What will this jury do? I, I don't know. I think mm. that the women who complained are largely believable. I think it's hard to sit on a jury and say they're making it up, they're embellishing, they're phonies. Um, and the one woman who testified for the defense who said, yeah, I had a very fine time, nothing, nothing bad happened to me. Well, that's her experience, and maybe that's true. Right. But I, I think that the testimony of the four vic alleged victims is compelling. Mm. Um, it's hard to predict what a jury will do, but I wouldn't want to be sitting in Maxwell's shoes right now. I no. think the best she could hope for would be a hung jury on some of the counts. I, I don't really see her getting acquitted. Yeah. Um, and, and I also want to, and again, folks, with our legal expert, Tim Dodd, I, I did, I mentioned the case the other day and I, I got this uh, email from one of our listeners who, and I want to mention who was saying, you know, do you realize what Jeffrey Epstein did and blah, blah. It's, <clears throat> it's not a matter of that. Um, as I was trying to say, and Tim Dodd, we could talk about, it, but, he, he's not on trial here. And, I, you know, I, I do believe what they're accusing her, but I, I'm just it's certainly not a slam dunk. And I'm, I'm not I'm just not convinced they you know, people have to remember uh, many times jurors will say I, I don't doubt what they were saying. I just don't think they had enough to prove the case. And this seems like this could be one of these cases, Tim Dodd. Well, and the prosecutors, um, they chose to charge her under the Mann Act, as we discussed. Right. They chose to charge her with conspiracy to violate the Mann Act, that we should be conspiring with Jeffrey Epstein. They uh, charged her with engaging in sex trafficking, 
which is, again, bringing these young women over state lines. Where I think the, the prosecutors kind of overstepped is they also charged her with perjury because in the civil litigation against Epstein, she was deposed and they asked her about some of the things that were going on in um, Epstein's house. And the way the questions were put to her, she said, I don't know what you're talking about. I believe the question was something, um, when you were at Epstein's house, did you notice the presence of sex toys? And she said, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, on that basis, that question and that answer, they're charging her with perjury. If I was sitting on that jury, I, I would think that, you know, they're just trying to shove it down her throat a little bit too much with a perjury charge, which um, doesn't usually get brought. And if the other charges were so strong, I, I think that's a perjury is wrong. I'm not saying that it's something that's not criminal and it should be prosecuted when it's discovered, but it's kind of a piddly charge in the yeah. face of what they're claiming that she did to <clears throat> these young women. Mm. And if I was a juror, I might be offended by it. Saying, you, yep. you really, you're going to drill down this far to this mm. level? I don't know. Also odd, obviously, the timing of Christmas. Now, uh, there's another high-profile trial, and that is Kim Porter. We're going to uh, take a quick break, folks. A lot more attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401 401- Two seven two thirty three forty. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen. Whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone. Call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401 272 3340 West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired. 401 272 3340. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once in a lifetime sale, never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One year interest free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401-885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com. Propane Plus, heating and cooling. In Massachusetts, call the Rehoboth office, 508-252-3359. And in Rhode Island, 401 401- 885-4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. We're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, we saw uh, Kyle Rittenhouse took the, the stand in his trial, and it sounds like it, it, it seemingly proved to be to his advantage, and then he was acquitted. Jesse Smollett took the stand, didn't go as well. <clears throat> Anxious to hear your thoughts on uh, police patrol person Kim Porter. She's the one on trial. Claims she meant to use the taser. Instead, she used her revolver on Dante Wright and accidentally uh, shot him after a traffic stop. She did take the stand. She was very emotional. Um, 
anxious to hear your thoughts on the case, Tim Dodd. She was very emotional. And just as with Kyle Rittenhouse, you could look at his testimony and question, you know, when he started to get uh, teary-eyed and uh, crying, is he crying for himself because he's on trial or is he crying because of the unfortunate outcome of that whole evening? You could ask the same question of Kimberly Potter. You know, she was crying. She seemed very heartfelt. Um, You know, in response to the prosecutor's question, she'd say at certain times, I didn't mean for this to happen. I'm so sorry it happened. It was an accident. Um, Is she crying for the harm that she caused in the death of of this uh, suspect? Or is she crying for herself because... You know, she might have to go to prison because of this horrific, horrific mistake. No matter what it is, it's a horrible mistake. Yeah. Um, I thought she seemed credible. Um, it's very interesting that this is also a case happening, John, in Minnesota. And unlike the Rittenhouse trial, this jury is sequestered. Right. So they're not going to be susceptible to all the media criticism, you know, uh, To and fro, for instance, this jury did not, the the gentleman that got shot and killed, who was resisting arrest and allegedly trying to hit the accelerator and flee the scene. um, In Minnesota, um, the family of the decedent gets to get up on the stand and say what a great guy he was, just like happened in the Rittenhouse case. All the family of the three dead guys got up and said what wonderful people they were. Um, the jury never gets to hear um, about this guy's criminal record, and it was extensive. He had shot people in his past. He had mm. done a lot of horrific criminal, alleged criminal um, activity. Yep. The jury never hears that. Defense counsel does try to then put it back on uh, the suspect saying he caused his own death by resisting arrest and yep. ramping up this situation and attempting to flee the scene. The defense also called an expert to say, because this guy looked like he was ready to leave the scene. Um, and in doing so, one of the officers was partially inside the vehicle. That officer could have been dragged, you know, down the road, partially in and partially out of this guy's car which gives the jury an out to say, well, if he was about to flee the scene with an officer partially inside the vehicle, then the use of deadly force force would have been um, authorized. So kind of no harm, no foul. I'm not sure that plays with the jury, but at least it gives them something to consider if they're leaning towards um, an acquittal on the more serious charges. Um, She has been charged with manslaughter. Um, and the real question is, was her conduct criminally reckless or was it just negligent? Now, it's hard to say that this was just negligence. We talked about it before that your revolver is on your right. Your taser is on your left. Yep. Your revolver is black. The taser is yellow. Yeah. I mean, it's I, a very hard And they mistake. showed it, Tim Dodd, to the jury. I, I still cannot figure out how you – she's not a rookie. She was training someone for the life of me. It, Eva was an accident. I, I still don't understand how you could make the the uh, the weight of of the taser compared to the to the the, the handgun. It's it it's just I, I don't understand how someone makes a mistake like that. Well, it it it, it, it is a mistake for sure. Now, yeah, one of the I other, believe that one of the other interesting arguments that defense counsel made. It's unique. The argument was, how can you say that she was reckless in the handling of her gun? if she didn't even know she was handling her gun. She thought she was handling her taser. Mm. So the, the, how do you, if she said, I'm going to pull out my revolver and then right. she fires, well, she knows what she's doing and that would be reckless. Yeah. They had another expert to say this is a, a manifestation which has occurred around the country where cops in other states and in similar circumstances have gone for what they think is their taser and they wind up going for their revolver. Wow. And, and in some cases, they've killed people, and in some cases, ser- seriously wounded people. But it's a very strange phenomenon that it does happen. Again, the jury can accept what this expert says or reject it. Yeah. 
This is a really tough one in terms of the yeah. saying it's a mistake. I, I think that she might get dinged on one of the lesser charges, but acquitted yeah. on the manslaughter. In other cases where cops have been prosecuted around the country for similar um, fact, factual situations, uh, the cops have um, gotten convicted on the, the most the least significant, if you will, of all the charges. So they might go to jail for a year or two, but they're not going to go to jail for like 15 years or something on a manslaughter charge. That seems to be the experience around the country. Hmm. Um, This jury may or may not come up to, I think they're going to have a verdict by uh, Christmas Eve. I I don't Hmm. see this one lasting very long. Um, it's a sad case. It's a really sad case. And yeah. in, in all these, and you and I have talked about this before, in all these cases where um, people want to criticize police conduct, you know, where cops are making split second decisions where it yep. might be either the cop's life or the suspect's life. Yep. And you get, there's no do overs and you don't get to a replay. Uh, it happens in split second timing, it's reactive, adrenaline's pumping. It's very hard for any of us to put ourselves in the situation that a police officer faces in a life or death situation. And I'm not saying this Kimberly Potter's life was in jeopardy herself personally, but um, I don't think any of us really can know what it feels like to be in that situation. And it's, I think it's very hard to criticize cops unless it's something so outrageous Yep. Like what happened to Floyd with that idiot cop with his knee on his neck. I mean, that was beyond the pale. That was beyond outrageous. The guy should As be the in jail. the crowd was yelling for him, you know, hey, get your knee off his neck. Tim Dodd, but what about the fact that some are saying that a true jury of her peers would be fellow either current or former police because that otherwise – that's really not a jury appears. They, they don't know what it's like to be in the situation that she's in where you have to make a split-second decision. Well, you, you can't really get hand, hand-picked jurors for, I guess then doctors should get a jury of doctors on doctors, a med mal right. case, you know, sure. or a group of engineers if it's a product right. liability case. It's not a military trial. Maybe a, a group of ex-cons if it's a criminal case. I mean, yeah. <laughs> how far do you take it? Um, Tim, Tim Dodd, before we move on to the next story, do you think she, that her defense might have actually been better if it was, listen, uh, this guy had a, you know, known to be dangerous, shot people before, uh, he was going to pull away. Uh, it was an officer was half in, half out of the car. That, that, that is if it were a case of under those circumstances, she had to use deadly force. The, the part that just doesn't seem to make sense is how you make a mistake and, and accidentally use, you know, use the gun instead of the taser. But, but the, again, the video kind of tells the tale, just like it yeah. did in the Floyd case, just like it did in the Rittenhouse case. She tells them clear, clear, taser, taser. Right. And then you see on her uh, body cam, her, her arm and her hand extended and it's like, oh no, she's got her service revolver and boom, mm. she fires. But everything she did and everything she said is consistent with what you do yep. when you're about to tase somebody. Mm. So she, she has to say it was a mistake in the right. heat of the moment with adrenaline pumping. It, it, mm. it, it can't be anything else. She's kind yep. of locked in by what the video shows. Sure. Folks, another quick break. A lot more attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro show. Well, remember, stop in and see Michael at The CBD Store, The CBD Store, and they're located 1845 Post Road in Warwick. They're right off of 95, right across from Airport Plaza. Stop in and see Michael, so knowledgeable, at The CBD Store. What can they help you with? Well, they can help everyone, especially whether or not you're maybe you're fighting stress or anxiety this time of year, all time of year, everything we're going through. Maybe you have trouble sleeping or you're dealing with pain, even seizure. Stop it and see Michael, and he'll help you all natural at The CBD Store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. You can also find them on Facebook. What they're also amazing about is they even have it for your pet. That's right. We started to give it to our dog, who's a little bit older, and it really helps his hind legs jump up onto the 
the deck. Folks, stop it and see them. The CBD store and mention the John DePietro show. 25% off your first purchase. Stop and see them. The CBD store in Warwick. Look for them on Facebook, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, they're located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Easy to get to right off of Silver Spring Street, right off of 95. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, everything is baked fresh, and especially this time of year, they have delicious Christmas cookies, Christmas baskets, Christmas everything at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Delicious calzones, everything fresh. Stop and see them. Look for them on Facebook, and their hours are Tuesday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, delicious Christmas baskets and delicious Christmas cookies and treats, plus the most delicious calzones and also cannolis. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook for directions and hours at the Ropen. It's Christmas time at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. We're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, uh, Rhode Island native Mike Flynn, General Flynn, finds himself back in the news. Boy, I, I have a feeling that um, his legal problems are not going away anytime soon. And and now uh, it, it seems to be he certainly, it may, maybe there's nothing there, but is not in a hurry to hand over any communication that he was having on January 6th. No, and I'm not surprised with the the treatment he's received um, um, by the Department of Justice. um, I'm not surprised that he's got the same attitude towards the um, January 6th committee. Uh, I think he's about the eighth or the ninth individual to resist the subpoena and in response to the subpoena file suit, uh, claiming that it's an overreach on the part of this committee to look for his... um, personal emails and other personal information. Um, I think he has a point. I think that he is smart to litigate that point. And I do think that, you know, this is a committee in search of what happened on January 6th is inexcusable. I think there are a lot of people there who just wanted to voice their, um, dissatisfaction with the election results or the specter that there might have been fraud. Um, Most people there didn't have the idea that they were going to go into the Capitol building and start smashing things up. I think that was a small subset. And I think those people who did go in were largely organized and it was a pre-planned thing. It wasn't spontaneous and it was not in reaction to the speech that Donald Trump gave. Putting all that aside, this committee simply wants to drill down to either the participation of the Trump administration in planning the violence in advance or not doing enough to stop the violence once it started. And, you know, it's, it's a committee in search of a crime. Yes. They're, they're just looking for something that they can hang on Trump or his subordinates. Yep. Nothing more, nothing mm-hmm. less. As we've said before, the, the Department of Justice and the, all the U.S. attorneys are scouring every video known to man to exist, yep. looking for people that they can prosecute, finding them by any means necessary. Unlike what happened during the riots of the previous summer. That's right. Where there's been no attempt to prosecute any of those people who were no. firebombing police stations, federal yep. courthouses, and other federal buildings. Mm. Very, very disparate treatment between the two groups. So I think Flynn and all those other people should say, we're not cooperating. We're going to court. This is an overreach. It's a total overreach. It's a political overreach. And there's the Department of Justice who can handle anything that's going on and prosecute anyone responsible. If the Department of Justice thought that Mike Flynn had done something criminal in helping to perpetrate this um, breaching of the Capitol or planning it or, or encouraging it, they could prosecute him. Right. Tim Dodd, uh, our final story is this uh, tragic story that's been hanging out there. But uh, police were called. This woman in Warwick 
uh, boy, it seems like a long time ago. It wasn't. It was January 19. And uh, she was taking in all these children, uh, take care of them. And uh, this poor little girl uh, completely uh, left unattended, had been sick. The house seemed it was terrible disrepair. And the poor little girl was just um, was just left in a bath and seemingly drowned. And the woman who uh, was the person was actually getting paid by the state to take care of these children. I'm I'm curious if you are surprised that the, the judge had some pretty harsh words for her. It, it, it's an incomprehensibly dreadful situation. Yeah. Somehow, and I think DCYF was um, pretty well um, yes. uh, taken to task for what occurred here. This woman, who certainly wasn't up to the task, no. had seven foster kids in her yeah. house. And it was a house where the cops finally went in was full of feces, uh, bugs, vermin. Yeah. It was just a deplorable, dreadful, I think they called it a house of horrors. Yeah. This little girl who had her own physical disabilities, significant physical disabilities, um, was left in a bathtub for eight hours. And when she was finally discovered, she, she had expired, unfortunately. Um, the woman who had all these kids was way over her depth and yeah. one would think it would be arguable. She was doing it for the money because yes. she didn't seem to give a hoot no. about the conditions these kids were living in, but mm. she was getting money for each and every one of them. Yep. Um, I think her attorneys did a pretty good job for her because she was looking at 30 years on a manslaughter mm. charge. They agreed to a cap plea of up to 15 years in prison. So the judge gave her the 15 years plus three more because of the neglect and cruelty charges uh, resulting for her care of the other, I think, six or seven kids under her care. So she gets 18. Um, she's been in for a while. She'll, no, excuse me, she has, she got out. So she will, on, eight, on a 18 years, she do about 12 and she'll be out. For, for a dreadful, dreadful situation. Um, the judge was right to um, address her very harshly. Um, there's no excuse for her. She should have given these kids back and said, I, I can't handle it. I'm either physically or mentally unable to take on this task. And these children should not be living in a house full of bugs and uh, feces and unimaginable conditions. Awful. Yeah. Folks, he is our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. We uh, will be talking to you before the new year. But in the meantime, great job as always. And enjoy and stay safe during this long holiday weekend. Thanks, John. And a Merry Christmas to you and your family and to all your listeners. Well, health continues to be an important part of our daily lives. That's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health. It's Maria. It's my health because it's your health. But it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Look for her on Facebook. You can also call her at 401-305-3585. You know where she is, right in that very majestic old white church diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. It's my health. And inside, pop in. You'll see vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like acai, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices purchased by the ounce plus boxed herbs and teas plus hemp and CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health, because it's your health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway how do you know it's brother's disposal because it's a purple dumpster look for them on facebook and give them a call for an estimate 401-688-0517 get a dumpster in your driveway maybe you're cleaning out your basement 
your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brother's Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brother's Disposal, 401 401- 6880517 whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings call brothers disposal today come on brother call brothers disposal 401-6880517 look for them on facebook brothers disposal get a dumpster in your driveway 401-688-0517 you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, joining us right now, as much as people think of the holidays and Christmas and all the excitement and a new year that it could bring on, uh, people think that they should be happy. It actually can, uh, there's people dealing with some very difficult feelings, and there's been an epidemic of, uh, of grown men and middle-aged men taking their own life. And Dr. Rob, who specializes in this, and Dr. Rob, I think one of the first things is it's family members or maybe people see someone at a holiday party or just know of someone and they they want to reach out and, and find out just how someone is, is doing mentally during the holidays. Yeah, it, it's pretty common for some, some people to be really distressed at this time. And the most important thing you can do is to let somebody know you care. Just to say, hey, it seems like you're really struggling. Is there something I can help you with? Uh, would you like to talk about things? Um, let's sit down in a quiet place and, and just have some time together and, and try to see what's, what's happening here. Um, so that's, that's really important. Your expression of care can restore hope to people who are feeling pretty hopeless sometimes. So very and, important. And, folks, this leads to this website that Dr. Rob's going to direct people to. And we've been doing this now over several months. We're going to continue into the new year. And uh, it's it's mantherapy.org. And Dr. Rob, you know, again, as I said, people see, oh, I, I should be happy, and they see the lights and Christmas. But this time of year and a new year, it, it can emote, uh, bring up a lot of past memories. Uh, you know, people even refer to it as ghosts of Christmas past. We remembered when you were a child, and then you think of maybe there are people that are no longer with us. And, and for varying different reasons, it, it can actually be a very difficult time for people mentally. It can be, and uh, middle-aged men particularly in general are, are very resistant to seeking help sometimes. And there's a certain stigma about going to see a therapist or going to even see your own doctor sometimes. Um, so one of the resources that people need to know about is this uh, web- website called mantherapy.org, where you can just anonymously go to the website and check out your own mental health status. That's what's called a 20-point head inspection that helps a guy figure out Am I just being stressed or are they really suffering from depression or, or some other mental uh, health challenge? Um, and there's lots of resources listed on there, too. It, it, in the first place, it's a very humorous uh, site with lots of funny videos, but there's also some really valuable resources available there, too. And again, you don't have to face the stigma of uh, seeing somebody going into a, a therapist's office or something. So just go to a website. Go to the website of mantherapy.org and, and check it out. It's really a lot of value there. Folks, we speak with Dr. Rob. And Dr. Rob, not only that, but because there is a website and there's a link, people could either send it through text message, they could send an email. I received a nice email from this woman that hadn't seen a brother in a while, talked to him, did not sound good, did not sound like himself. And after our conversation, she she just sent him the, the email. She didn't have to talk about it. She just sent him the email and the link and then uh, and it, it turned out that, that there was something much deeper that's going on. So um, that is one portion of this. And Dr. Rob, you've also been so good and such a leader on leading people. People think about taking a CPR course, but there's even a course that people can take to look for warning signs when there's someone who has kind of lost their way. Yeah, this course is called QPR, which stands for Question, Persuade, and Refer. And it basically teaches any any adult citizen how to recognize that a warning sign that someone might be thinking about suicide. And then it uh, helps them to be able to ask the question directly. Uh, are you thinking about taking your life? Or are you thinking about suicide? And then let me help persuade them to let you help them get some help, uh, just as a friend or a neighbor or a coworker, not a professional, but just somebody who cares about them. And then to refer them appropriately. Uh, it's important to realize that not everybody who might be thinking about suicide needs to go to the emergency room. Not everybody needs 911 called. 
Uh, so this teaches you how to do this. It gives you some real tools. And as I said, how to recognize first and how to respond that someone may be thinking about suicide. It's been, studies have shown it really saves lives. Folks, again, it's the website is mantherapy.org, and I want people to understand that this is the age group that this really focuses on is middle-aged men. There's been rampant. Uh, it's, it is an epidemic of uh, middle-aged men that have been taking their life. It doesn't have to be that way. So whether it's a spouse or a friend or a co-worker, whoever it may be, mantherapy.org, we're going to continue our conversations with Dr. Rob into the new year. Dr. Rob, I want to thank you once again for your expertise, expertise, sensitivity in talking about it and dedication to it. You are literally saving lives, and thank you, thank you for agreeing to continue our conversations. Well, I'm delighted to, John. I really appreciate all your support and help in this. It's the, I think it's a great service to the community, and thank you so much. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, while you're there... Uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break. Log on at the website. That's also the best way to reach me, by the way. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just scroll down a little bit. You'll see a, a button that says Contact John. You can also support the program. You, you can also get some great merchandise in the shop. Right there at DePetro.com, and it's all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook, so you can watch Facebook Live, or also Twitter, or YouTube, or Instagram. So take a minute, and then also we have some great sponsors there as well. It is a happening. Check it each day. It's DePetro.com. Petition shooting supplies. Stop in and see John Francis, located 435 Benefit Street, in Pawtucket. Stop in and see My Gun Guy, Competition Shooting Supplies. This is where I buy my firearms. You can call him at 401-727-1716. Firearms, ammunition, accessories. Look for them also on Facebook. He'll always post updates of inventory, both firearms, ammunition that they get on Facebook. And on top of that, remember, if you're listing right now, and maybe you have some firearms that you don't need anymore, or use anymore, or maybe someone passed away and has some kind of a gun collection bring it in you could either sell it to competition or you could sell it on consignment gift certificates are also available stop in and see competition shooting supplies 435 benefit street in Pawtucket. call john francis 401-727-1716 for competition shooting supplies it's always christmas at anthony's jewelers 65 percent off the entire store 65 percent off all week long you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipetro.com. Check out the website, dipetro.com. We have original, unique, exclusive stories, videos, content, all our links to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's all right there, and that's also the best way to reach me. Log on at the website, dot com.